0: Welcome to Arcade Audio. Welcome to Blank Slate. Thanks for pushing play here with your hosts once again for another week of American gridiron action after the fact. It's your host here in Chicago, Rich Camelucci, and joining me, uh, per usual, in Orlando. Chris Mullen. Mullen, how you doing, dude?
1: I'm doing good. I took the wonderlick this week. Did you really? I swear to God I took the Wonderlic test. <laughs> Didn't we talk about doing that for years? So, I was contacted by a local community bank who I applied for online just to send feelers out there. I'm always looking. Sure. And they send me a call back. They leave me like a minute and a half voicemail. And it's... Long story short, in that regard, it was kind of suspicious and sketchy, and I didn't end up like pursuing it. But uh, she's like, "I'm going to send you over the application and all this information. We do have an assessment for you to take. It's called the Wonderlic." And like, <laughs> I'm listening to I'm listening to the voicemail. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah this is great. Hold on, what?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't give a fuck if this is like like butthole Citibank. I fucking." doing this assessment so i set i like i come home i do what i do for the evening i I specifically sat down and i begin to wonder and she kept saying in the email and in the voicemail you may not finish and i was like oh i'm fucking finishing this test (laughs) because it's 50 questions uh, i think it's 12 minutes 13 minutes and the one sad thing is, so I'm not pursuing anything because of, it, it seems pretty sketchy. And there was eight misspellings on the first page of the application. Cool. Um, yeah. So they failed their own test, but I, I'm not going to get my score to the wonder. Like a part yeah. of me wants like a part of me wants to email and call and say, Hey, so you know, I told you to fuck off. Like, yeah, that, but can I get my wonder score? <laughs> I, I would be shocked Here's what I learned from it. I would be shocked if I got less than 30 out of 50 because the first 50 percent of it is a fucking breeze, which makes which makes Vince Young seven hilarious. (laughs) Right. Like it's very simple um, SAT style. You know, good is to bad as black is to blank. You know, like questions like that. Obviously, not that easy. Um, There's some math on there. Uh, There's like a little bit of geometry, which I know I fucked that up. Um, (laughs) Like things like that. But like, I I think I was on the question like 47 or something, and I saw like the timer in the top right hand corner, and it had like 50 seconds. I'm like, oh damn, no! (laughs) Like I am gonna finish this. But, yeah, I just the whole time I was thinking of you and, like, all of us just, like, wanting to have taken the Wonderlic test for so long. And now I can finally say I had to legitimately take it for something.
0: Yeah, you weren't taking it just to fuck around like we wanted to. You had to take it.
1: I had to take it. The uh, So, the like a score of 20 is intended to be average intelligence. Uh, Ten or more is literate.
0: Uh one i'm pretty sure you could probably just reach out and and it's probably not out of the ordinary for them to get a request for the scores uh because how often do you get the chance to take it people gotta be curious and then two two uh butthole city bank sounds like the (laughs) bank that mojo jojo would rob in the adult swim version of powerpuff girls
1: butthole city bank sounds like the name of a ramones cover band album <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah let's just leave it at that because i'm sure we'll get- <laughs> I'm sure we'll have plenty more of those to come.
1: Sure. I will say that uh, throughout the podcast now, because uh, this week football fucking sucked. I didn't watch a fucking second of it for the first time in like 14 weeks. Uh, but I will sprinkle in Wonderlic score averages and tests throughout the, the, throughout the podcast.
0: Sure. Uh, and also just to uh, bring anyone up to speed that hasn't been listening along all season. Mullet and I are both incredibly lapsed football fans, as you can tell by his previous statement, Uh, but we still want to see how much we can follow along with the narratives that are going throughout the season and how incredibly predictable they are just because everything is uh, a cycle uh, and a flat circle. And uh, so far, we've been, I don't know, yeah, it doesn't seem like we've really missed anything. But uh, so, yes, yeah, so every week we go through and talk about what the story of each game was. So to get us kicked off our Thursday night game, a battle of, of the NFC South, uh, the New Orleans Saints lost on the road to the Atlanta Falcons. What was the story there? Or 17 to
1: 20. What was the story there? story there was we we want to move on so much from this you almost forgot to say the score <laughs> <laughs> uh, the story there is uh, yeah it's that time of the year when a good team does a stupid thing a stupid game and the decent team gives hope and that's that division's not bad that's, yeah that's the story
0: I mean as we've sort of come around to the past couple weeks uh, that both those teams are good teams and a team had to win. And so it's not surprising that the home team won by three. So it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, Dion Jones made a leaping intercept interception in the end zone with a uh, minute 25 remaining, uh, sealing the victory, uh, over the saints. Yeah. So, you know, if you're a fan, of any of those teams involved in that division, uh, you know, interesting things happening there.
1: Yeah. It's definitely, uh, Less interesting than the four Morris Claiborne got on the wonder like the lowest score ever known for an NFL player. <sighs> I couldn't find a, uh, a a Falcon or a Saint on this list. So I just went with the worst one. Sure. We're right out of the gate.
0: Uh, I, I won't ask any questions because if you don't answer them by the end of this, then I will ask it. Next game. Um, this is just a sad, sad game. Uh, with both teams screaming, just eking out, kill me. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts uh, lost in overtime uh, in a blizzard to the Buffalo Bills, thirteen to seven. Mullet, what was
1: the story here? The Bills are still. The Bills are still over five hundred. <laughs> like, the Bills are, are still kill? over five hundred. We've well, been talking about it for four weeks how they've given up, and they are still in the playoff contention. They're like winning out of spite. Like they put in.
0: Peterman uh, 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 Peterman yeah Peter Nathanman and you know just basically throwing in the towel and here they are I think they might be like the sixth seed right now
1: I think they are actually I looked it up today yeah Yeah.
0: also LaShawn McCoy might be the greatest blizzard player of all time
1: he's pretty good he's pretty good I specifically in blizzards Uh, man put that man in a dairy queen am I right Yo,
0: man! Oh, now I want a blizzard. It's so cold out. I'm under a blanket right now.
1: <laughs> it was—I uh, was about to complain of how it was like 40 some degrees this morning, but it actually felt really nice.
0: Yeah, it was like with wind chill, It was like eight degrees. It was pretty nice.
1: Yeah, it seems, sounds great. Um, you know uh, Go ahead. Uh, I was saying like, juxtaposition here. Uh, Andrew Luck, who is not playing for the Colts, got a 37 on his wonderlick. Frank Gore, who I'm pretty sure is still playing on the Colts, got a six on his Wunderlich. And we do have confirmation from a friend in college who played on a high school football team with Frank Gore that he is dumber than a box of hammers. That friend was tutoring Frank Gore, so it's his fault, technically. And I have to tell you, but if you looked at both the two of them side by side, you would not have guessed who was tutoring who.
0: That's kind of a coin flip. Uh, (laughs) Love you, man. uh he's gonna be more successful than all of us Absolutely. Uh, uh speaking of more successful than all of us or none of us the bears the hot to trot bears uh demolishing the cincinnati Bengals, 33 to 7 what was the story here oh,
1: marvin lewis if i don't see a marvin lewis has resigned marvin lewis <laughs> Marvin Lewis should make up sexual misconduct so he can resign. <laughs> Look, if y'all ain't going to find it out
0: from someone else, I'll just tell ya.
1: I just imagine Marvin Lewis cutting uh, the Ric Flair promo in 1998 to Eric
0: Bischoff. Fire me. I'm already fired. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's a an eye opening point, though, like.
1: What does he like? Have no to it's, do.
0: Yeah, obviously, obviously, literally nothing. So, at what point does he throw in the towel on himself?
1: He's uh, been on that team for what we said, fifteen years. Never won a playoff game. Back to back losing seasons. Losing to the getting demolished by the fucking Bears. Broke ten thousand guitars.
0: Never drew a time. <laughs> Uh
1: What's the legitimate story there? I'm actually curious for some reason.
0: Uh the Bears ended their five game losing streak <laughs> in, uh in their most lopsided victory in five years Trubisky uh Trubitsky, uh kind of looked like an n f l quarterback sort
1: of well finally took him long enough,
0: yeah, threw for one but... ran for another
1: look you yeah, know it's... sometimes sometimes you know.
0: Cincinnati Bengals got to be your, uh, your 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 NFL training wheels. They got to be your your uh, little confidence builders, you
1: know. Uh, it's this game. I feel, it's appropriate with Mitchell Trubisky and Andy Andy Dalton as quarterbacks so that I point out that Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a team and scored a thirty-seven on his wonderlic. So you know, it's not like he's stupid either. God damn it! Ah, Sa- fuck. Same scores. Same scores. Uh, Andrew Luck and Tony Romo and a better score than Aaron Rodgers and Sam Bradford. Ah.
0: Uh. Uh, I feel like that speaks for itself. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, still not back. Um, <laughs> uh, but the Packers uh, defeated in overtime. uh a, a team whose record. Doesn't even register on the wonder lick test. Uh, uh, the Cleveland Browns, 27, Cleveland Browns. 21. Yep. Um, I wonder what the. The front office's uh, wonderlick scores would be for the Cleveland Browns.
1: Uh, so the Browns uh, I, I have it right here. Actually, it's a boat. It's uh, not a what, number. It's just boat. What's, what's the story here? Uh, the st- The only thing I know, it's not even about the game. The story here is that the Browns are so bad. They're losing to a team whose quarterback is Brett Hundley, who is actually the drummer for that Ramones cover band. We were talking about earlier <laughs> and, uh, and who have their star quarterback uh, who's apparently practicing now way too early for the injury that he has and quote according to Yahoo uh, looked ridiculous <laughs> in in, uh, in um, practice and I don't know if that's like it's ridiculous like he's already so good it's ridiculous and like he's out there with one arm. he could have clown shoes on like mm-hmm. I don't know yeah that's in- incredibly vague. Uh, I didn't click I didn't click on the link but I just want to <laughs> be yeah. left at that. This is the team the Cleveland Browns are still losing to. Is is Aaron Rodgers
0: like the John Cena of football?
1: Absolutely. Well, I think it's more so Roethlisberger. Because, uh, like, Roethlisberger will have, like, a fucking, like, a bone sticking out of his arm, and he's still out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For, for moral reasons, I want to go with, with Aaron Rodgers.
1: Uh, <laughs> I know. Well, also because Aaron Rodgers, uh, by some accounts, could be like an emotionalist robot. So it is true.
0: Yeah, uh, and 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 Rodgers uh, dated Olivia Munn as well. Uh, are nope. they still together?
1: I don't think so. I'm not sure. Well, still, they both dated high profile people. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. This is um, the, the brown. Show.
1: Go ahead. The Browns this week did they not uh, change everything except confirming that their coach, who's won two games in three years, is coming back?
0: Uh, they fired their GM, I believe.
1: But mm-hmm. they kept um, their coach.
0: They kept their Who coach, it? and they made a really dumb statement about like the reason why they didn't have an offensive coordinator. Uh, uh, it was it was very dumb that it didn't even like register. If you want to look it up, feel free to look it up. I will say uh, that this is like the shortest blurb that I've seen of all time. Uh, Early since we've been doing this, the Green Bay Packers came back to set the stage for Aaron Rodgers', Rodgers comeback. Uh, so these came back and come back in the same sentence. Um, I'm pretty sure whoever wrote that thought they were pretty
1: clever. That writer was like, it's the Packers without Aaron Rodgers versus the Browns. Ain't nobody reading this. Excuse me. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, I also want to point out uh, Hugh Jackson. Uh, What hue is he at this point?
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, Considering the team that he coaches, he is the same color as the poop emoji. There you go. Uh, Any any wonder like
1: blurbs? Oh, I I already spoiled Aaron Rodgers one. So I'll just give you uh, Mario Manningham six. Oh, actually, yeah. No, uh, the Browns drafted Terrell Pryor, did they not? Yes. Uh, way back when in 2011 in the supplemental draft, not even the regular draft, the third round pick in the supplemental draft. He got a seven. Good job. Uh,
0: moving on. Um, got a little bit of a crap fest here. Although not really one of the teams, I guess might still be in it. Uh, Oakland lost to Kansas city, 15 to 26. Mullen, what's the story here?
1: It took him long enough to write the ship, I guess.
0: I guess.
1: Yes, i that that whole division is just it's one of madison kirby's burps <laughs> <It's
0: one. laughs> uh kareem hunt ran for 116 yards and a touchdown the chiefs shut down Derek carr in the raiders offense and kansas city held on to beat oakland 26 15 on sunday to snap a four-game losing streak so if that's what you consider writing the ship then that's what they did behind Aaron or Alex or uh, Ebbets, uh, uh, friggin' uh uh e- uh e- e- egon's uh whatever Smith, whoever this asshole is being the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. I know it's Alex Smith, but it's just so boring.
1: He's very boring. He also um uh he's so boring he's gonna forty on his wonder Um so he ain't a dummy.
0: No, but forty is a boring score to get on any test. Exactly.
1: Yeah, he got an eighty. Good for you.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah, two sixty-eight and an and an interception. So, good for you.
1: Really set the root on fire there. Also, uh just want to point out, in case you're not following it, it appears as though uh, the world is not falling apart, and Doug Jones is going to win this damn thing. He took the lead. He's got 90% of the vote in. He's up by about uh, 20, 30,000. So, all right. So it's looking, looking all right. Looking all right. We'll, we'll, is, we'll track it through the rest of the podcast.
0: That is fucking huge and more important than anything else we're going to talk about uh, on this podcast, um, especially this next game. Uh, Dallas defeated the Giants. 30 to 10 and yes I do know I'm talking about the New York Giants this time. Uh hey Mallo, what's
1: the story here? I honestly didn't. I was like, oh, they sure are missing Barry Bonds who got a uh 52 on his wonderlick cuz the bastard cheated. No. Um uh the story here is God, can, is it possible to euthanize a football team? <laughs> like can we just collectively agree like I know we joked a long time ago, like when the Lions went 0-16, like they should be relegated. Like, let's relegate the Giants this year.
0: I mean, why would you relegate them? Uh, Eli made his triumphant return to start his new uh, streak. His
1: new streak? Yeah. How uh, the hell did that mouth breather get a 39 on his wonderlick test? Did he I just could- drool over half of it and stored scored it okay? Uh, I mean, you've seen Goodwill haunting, Hunting. Oh, fuck. It's yeah. A- That's... That is one of the ten best points ever said on a podcast. Yeah,
0: I could totally see him being like smart as hell, uh, but only on paper. Um. But yeah. Anyway, which uh, <laughs> also makes the
1: most of his diet, paper.
0: Uh, Prescott threw three touchdowns, uh, and the Cowboys were described in this as desperate.
1: Good. Yeah, I'm glad Dak's on three touchdowns in a fucking real game. He's got something on them fucking interceptions in my Madden game. Dak, what you doing, man? He's my quarterback in my franchise. And he's, I, I've thrown a lot of interceptions. <laughs> it's all it's me, but you know. Sure. It's still him.
0: Uh, the Detroit Lions uh went on to defeat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh keeping the NFC wide open uh, 24 to 21 Mello what's the score here
1: the score 24 uh, 21 next <laughs> uh,
0: what yep yeah, there you go
1: <laughs> no i will point out uh, no 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 you uh, fell for it we're moving on <laughs> <laughs> no i do want to point out oh yeah if we move on from that but uh uh matthew stafford at 38 calvin johnson 41 hell yeah yeah, I mean, he's not playing on the team anymore, but I wish he did, because at least they'd be excited. He was smart enough to leave. Very true.
0: That's where that one extra point came in, was when he fucking retired. They <laughs> <laughs> gave him a bump. <laughs> it was like the first retroactive point in... in uh, uh, no, actually, the only other time they did that was uh, when Barry Sanders did the same thing. It's called the Sanders roll.
1: Yep, exactly. <laughs> Just like when Matthew Stafford finally leaves.
0: Uh, next game, the Minnesota Vikings fell to the Carolina Panthers 24-31. Mullen, what's the story here?
1: Uh, we will have setbacks. I just didn't want it to be against a team as a playoff contender that could potentially expose us. Uh, I'm really just talking about, butt. I have no idea what really happened. But um, the story here is... What I just said, but more informed.
0: <laughs> uh, so Jonathan Stewart, remember him? Bullshit. The same John. That's
1: a different Jonathan nope. Stewart.
0: It's the same Jonathan Stewart. And he ran for 103 yards and three
1: touchdowns. But I'm sure, sure it's just not Mike Tolbert who lost a bunch of weight.
0: That would still be incredible. That'd be equally as impressive.
1: I'm going to see if Mike Tolbert's still in the league. I Continue. He just retired or something
0: like that. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Look, the Vikings ended their eight-game winning streak on the road against a record-wise good team. There's no shame in that. In what just happened there, it's fine.
1: No, no, I know we're gonna be fine. It just sucks. Like I, I wish we would have not taken care of business, but I wish we would have just kept the momentum going against a team like that. Sure. So, sure. Uh, Tolbert. Uh, Tolbert's on the Bills. Oh. Yeah, he got released by the uh, the Panthers uh, this past season. So.
0: He was the only one on the Bills not cold in that game. <laughs> Fuck no, man. <laughs> Whatever, uh, man. I could say it. I'm not punching down. I'm punching sideways.
1: I know you are. I know you are. Uh, Cordero Patterson, and 11 on the Wonder Uh Do we still have him? Fuck, I hope not.
0: <laughs> I think you do. I'm pretty sure you do.
1: I'm pretty sure. And also uh, later on, Donovan McNabb. Remember Donovan Ab was a Viking? Uh he got a 14, and also apparently he's a piece of shit. So yep. uh uh
0: who to thunky, you put together a whole network of guys that are all ex-jocks and uh and they're not cool dudes around the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Um uh locker room culture. Moving on, next game, San Francisco 49ers uh defeated the Houston Texans. Twenty six sixteen, in a game of Ring Around the Rosie. What's the stu- What's the story? What's the <laughs> what's Sigourney what's Weaver you... here, mullet?
1: What's the stew got, Sigourney Weaver? Uh, the story here is I started reading the Infinity Gauntlet today, when I was getting my oil change, and I'm pretty sure that this game is the epitome of why Thanos should get the gauntlet and wipe out the planet so we don't have to fucking deal with it. Oh, the story of this game is also Colin Kaepernick got a fucking 37 on his Wunderlich. Yep. Um, yeah, there is there is nothing here. Is, wh- which team is Gabbert on now? Is Gabbert the Cardinals?
0: I, I'm,
1: are you asking me? Like, we've talked about this before? Talked about him every week for, like, five fucking weeks for some reason. Huh? I know he was on the Niners last year. He is currently on the Cardinals. Okay, we'll get to him. God, he looks like fucking Matt Riddle. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, let's see. Story here, Jimmy Garoppolo through for a career high 33, uh, 334 yards you know, a touchdown. The story,
1: and, the story um, here is the Niners yeah. are fucking dumbasses and still continuing to ruin their fucking chances. I don't think they have a choice, but as long as Jimmy Snuffleupagus is fucking... At the helm, they're going to be fine. Yeah. But why? Why would we be fine this year?
0: Well, it's it's a nice like I've heard people talk about like look, it's it's at least a nice glimpse of hope, and and also it's not like the Bears are tanking either. So like there's still like some fighting room for that you know, like third to seventh pick uh, in the first round. But true. I mean. You know, I, I'll tell you right now, I wish I had Jimmy Garoppolo's Islands on my fucking team right now. So,
1: Oh, I don't know about that, man. Uh, we'll get
0: there. In the meantime, <laughs> here's another thing that makes me very happy. The Denver Broncos at home beat the New York Jets 23-0. to zero. Hey, Mullet, what's the story here?
1: Uh, no, I think you need to refresh the page. That sounds like a 2015 headline. That sounds like a, it sounds like any year headline. I mean, yeah. Uh,
0: are, what what's what's out of place about that?
1: Uh, just how bad the Broncos have been, for lack of a better term.
0: Yeah, I know. But the Jets are also like, there's no there's no consistency with the Jets whatsoever.
1: Like, I know which which uh, which McCown is the quarterback for the Jets? Is it Jermaine or Tito or which one is it?
0: Um, I think it's uh, it's. J- Jada- man i can't even look man i came up with so many Jer- good titans names for f- <laughs> weeks in a row you can't expect I me to just you can't expect me to pull just just J- is there jake mccown i almost said jake mccown i'm pretty sure there's jake mccown
1: there probably is uh i already say your majesty <laughs> which is jermaine jackson's son <laughs> your majesty your majesty mccown jake mccown let's see here jake I mccown think jake from state farm
0: did Jake yeah, McCown you are. State
1: no, you know, only thing it brought me to do was Josh McCown. Okay. So, no, there is no Jake McCown, at least famous Jake McCown. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who uh, form was the quarterback for the Jets last year. Uh, of course, he got a forty-eight on his wonder look out of fifty, and he finished it in nine minutes, which is a record.
0: Yeah, well, he went to Harvard.
1: Well, it also shows the wonder look means nothing. <laughs> it's really what it means.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's somehow been wily enough to stay in the league for, like, what, 25 years?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, he's the oldest. He is approaching George Blanda levels.
0: I'm pretty sure Ryan Fitzpatrick just transmogrified into the body or transmogrified from the body of Neil O'Donnell into Ryan Fitzpatrick
1: right now. (laughs) Neil Uh, O'Donnell? uh, The oldest person on this list... That they actually have stats for is Jeff George, who got a fucking ten on his wonder. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like everybody else is in the two thousands, except I think like Matt Burke, because just because he scored like a forty six. His
0: name is um, yeah, of course. His name is fucking Jeff George. Like, what the fuck? Na- <laughs> what do you think you get?
1: Hi, my name is Tom, Tom Jeff. Jeff. We gotta
0: yeah.
1: we gotta stop referencing JC on this fucking thing. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Look, we're just huge fans.
1: Yeah, he's uh, killing it
0: um him and cope dude uh did you see that waffle house thing that chris cope did or that hasn't come out yet but he like filmed something with waffle house he's gonna be like sponsored by waffle house i'm pretty sure
1: how dare you say all this in the present tense when the past tense would have totally been fine as well (laughs) um rewind what you said hey did you see that chris cope waffle house thing (laughs) sure 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 (laughs)
0: uh oh fuck what was it? I just oh. started
1: goog I started googling Chris Cope and the third recommended thing is waffle, waffle House. House yeah like they love him we, we used to say mutual. he was the the picture of the guy on this table at That very
0: true moving on um uh, uh but anyway, yeah the story in this game uh, <laughs> uh I, I I feel compelled otherwise I wouldn't come back to this, but it's a it's a good one. Um, the Broncos snapped their longest losing streak since joining the NFL in 1970. It's been a good year. <laughs>
1: it's been very good. Uh, my father-in-law has not killed himself post Dolphins Broncos game. Uh, but it was hard to find him a gift for Christmas this year. That's all I will say.
0: Um, can you do me a favor and look up John Kitna's, uh, Wonderlic score? while you do that i'll tell you the score uh the tennessee titans lost in arizona to the cardinals seven to twelve what a low scoring affair mo was a story here
1: uh who who did the uh the titans play sorry i missed that when i was looking up junketna
0: the arizona cardinals
1: oh wonderful um
0: the blank Abbott and the arizona cardinals are you
1: happy i I wish i hadn't asked (laughs) Uh, the story here is uh, good. The Titans are figuring out that nobody wants them. We want the Jaguars to so start losing games.
0: The Titans lost to four field goals. Yeah. All bad there.
1: Um, I'm just shaking my head back and forth. You can't hear it, but no, I nothing, still just nothing. can't help it. There's nothing.
0: They're both. I mean, the Titans are going to be in the playoffs Probably. Probably. So, you know, just look forward to that. Uh, the Washington Redskins lost to the Los Angeles Chargers. Anytime I see LA, LAC, I feel like saying Clippers. Clippers. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, 13 to 30. Mullah, what's the, what's the story here?
1: Um, number one, we have to go back and make a Titan player name joke here in a moment because we missed it. Uh, number two. Uh the Chargers still haven't got that playoff spot yet, right? Can we just hurry that up <laughs> so that we can just get that playoff spot?
0: Well, you know, they might be keeping it warm for another team,
1: but we'll, you know, we'll see what
0: happens. Uh uh Yeah. The the but the Chargers continue their ferocious playoff push with their fourth straight victory. Um and, you know, we don't talk enough about uh kind of the, the NFL wags as it were, um, but I'm pretty sure that uh uh Marcus Mariota is uh currently dating uh uh <laughs> <goddamn it>. Uh <laughs> is is currently dating. Oh,
1: I'm so ready for this. Fucking uh
0: Antigone. Okay. Williams. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I friend. lost I lost steam with the fucking last name.
1: I heard I've heard she's I've heard she's happening. I mean she's definitely better than the former Tennessee Titan Wags. Like remember when Lindell White was banging Medusa Johnson.
0: <sighs> I we're making wags jokes, man. Come on, what are we doing? <laughs> Look, I'd rather walk and watch Wags than talk about football at this point. this was a good game next. The Philadelphia. There's actual things that happened in this game. The Eagles. I
1: I cannot find John Kitten as Wonderlic. Go on. That was his
0: score. The Eagles uh, beat the Rams 43 to 35. What was the story?
1: Oh, no. (laughs) That's the only story I know. Uh, Yeah. The most valuable player in the league probably fucking broke his uh, towards ACL. Yep. Which is what you get when you beat the Rams.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. They're going to lose the battle, but they'll win the war. Uh, Yeah, Carson, barfing Carson Wentz, uh, four touchdowns and a pick before he left. Um, It sucks. Uh, Like, you think you're, like, out of the woods as far as, like, the marquee players that are left getting, uh, getting hurt. But, nope. Nope, here we are.
1: I mean, sucks. I mean, cause of course we want good football in the playoffs. Like, you know, like you, you want the best players still there. So that way the games are good right. at the end of the season. But, but, then, but then you get Nick Foles. Wasn't Nick Foles like fantastic his first year? Didn't he do something ridiculous? Like throw like 22 touchdowns before he threw a fucking pick. Had, what I the had, fuck happened to that guy?
0: I had a pretty good run. I, uh, <laughs> I was on the I, I was on I was on the right side of, of a traveling witch. Um I helped her I helped her a uh, car that flipped over and I like pulled her out by her hand and she said that I'm gonna help you do something good this year. And um well that was it. I'm Nick Foles.
1: Nick Foles sounds like every gas station attendant in a 70s Disney film.
0: <laughs> you want me to fill
1: her up? Yeah. Oh, we couldn't get Pat Buttram this week? Oh, call Nick Foles. Um, yeah. Yep.
0: I mean, that's that's pretty much that. and It's just sad.
1: Yeah. But, hey, they're both going to be in the playoffs. We might see that again. And uh, I think it's going to be all right.
0: Uh, two teams we might also see in the playoffs. The Seahawks fell to the Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> baby, 24 to 30.
1: What's the story here? The story here is do you believe? Do you believe? I believe. Also, don't the sea the Seahawks. Because of that NFC South, they're not shoo ins to make the playoffs. I believe so, in
0: jag uh,
1: And now I hate the Jaguars. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> One thing uh, I look forward to every week was gushing about a team I have no stake in whatsoever, uh, except being an hour and a half away from them.
0: Uh, also, nobody let Blake Bortles... See the first line of this story. Blake Bortles threw two perfect passes for touchdowns.
1: <laughs> he went two for thirty-eight in the game, but those two perfect <laughs> passes were <laughs> wonderful touchdowns. Uh, I don't yeah. have Blake Bortles Wonderlick score, which is a goddamn travesty. <laughs> ready for
0: the next? Are you ready for the next game? Would you ready for I, this next game?
1: I think I am. I think this next game is going to outshine all the rest of them.
0: I don't know about that, uh, Ravens. Oh, uh, never mind. Oh,
1: you skipped yeah. it. You fuck. <laughs> you what do you mean fuck. I skipped it? Oh, it sounded like it sounded like you were going to the game. I've been waiting to talk about. No, I mean I would like to
0: skip this dumb game because mm-hmm. the Ravens and the the Steelers almost scored eighty points combined. Like, like that's not how they work. That's not how those no. teams work. <laughs> uh, but yeah. The Ravens lost by a point, 38-39. Uh what's the story here?
1: Uh everyone check all those players for mustaches. So I think the evil versions of both those teams showed up instead.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Um, also like it's really weird that like this is the week where like spinal injuries weren't happening when the Ravens and the Steelers play each other. It's normally kind of mean and smash Mouth, And this year the this it sounds like the fucking pro bowl.
0: Yeah, that's actually probably what happened like they just both looked at last week and went, Hey, let's um let's just let it fly, huh?
1: Yeah. Also Roethlisberger apparently has been on like another level, which yeah, is like he was stupid.
0: Forty four for sixty six for five hundred and six yards and two touchdowns. Only two touchdowns? Come on.
1: It means a lot there's a lot of tackles in the fucking end in the red zone, in other words.
0: Yeah. Um Antonio Brown had two hundred and thirteen yards. Good lord. Could there be because there's starting to be like the lowest level of bubbling of conversation about Antonio Brown possibly getting MVP MVP votes? Could there be like another wide receiver or any wide receiver like we see get an MVP?
1: if if Calvin Johnson never got it with the shit he was doing i just i it'd be really hard for me to buy into somebody doing it
0: like some of those Randy Moss years
1: too yeah like he was so they were so like dominant and so impactful they were so valuable um the problem with them is they were always on like kind of mediocre teams if 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 the Steelers can never have like a 12 and 4, 13 and 3, you know, statistical juggernaut of a year. Then I think it's definitely possible, but um
0: I think if anyone were to ever sort of cuz I'm just trying to figure out like if you're a great wide receiver, you probably have like a very good quarterback at the very least. And they're a quarterback is more likely to get MVP consideration before a wide receiver. So, yeah. you're always kind of getting blocked by that. The only, only, only wide receiver active right now that is consistently quarterback proof is DeAndre Hopkins. And sure. Like, if yeah, I'm sure if like NFL had any version of, you know, like saber metrics or whatever like that, I'm sure they're out there, but like effective that are actually getting used yeah. in the game. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, those would be some very insightful numbers. But look at us actually talking about this seriously. Fuck us, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, move on. Uh, uh fucking, uh, uh, what's I got here? Uh, uh Jadavian Clowney got a three on his wonderlic because he filled it out with his ear, and no, I don't know.
0: <laughs> God, that I would love that because
1: God, it sounded like we were trying to get
0: recruited for like fucking Bleacher Report or some bullshit um hey man yeah let me just ask you something sure will you just please be my friend for the next 10 minutes and just I've, been be your cool? for, I've been
1: your friend i've been your friend for 10 years rich I'm i know always
0: I, I know but can you just be cool for the next 10 minutes
1: i'll do the best i can <laughs> i'm laughing as i say it. it's not a good sign not a good start. I will do. Wait, we're going to talk about this for 10 minutes? No. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, you I'm, planning
0: an, I'm planning an overrun, okay? Just okay, in fine. case we need it.
1: Sure.
0: The New England Patriots on the road. Mm-hmm. On Monday night. In front of an illustrious national audience. Everyone in America was tuned in to watch this game. Eagerly anticipating. America's team, they're named after America, the New England Patriots, led by Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, you know, seeking out revenge for, for Rob Gronkowski not being able to play. They lost. The hapless,
1: underdog, scrappy, trouble-plagued,
0: count it out. Disenfranchised. Miami Dolphins. That score ended up being twenty to twenty-seven in favor of the Miami Dolphins.
1: Hey Mullah, what's the story here? I've been waiting to say this all day. Jay Cutler outshines Tom Brady was the beginning of the headline of this story. <laughs> And then retaliation. Uh, the Patriots are going to sign Kenny Britt, who'll probably catch for like fourteen hundred yards next year.
0: Sure, 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 um, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all right. This kind of leads to to like kind of the whole reason that we're doing this for this season is to see kind of what narratives kind of stay the same as the years go on.
1: You warned us. Th- you didn't warn us, but
0: like, you said this was going to happen. You called it every year every year there's at least one game between the dolphins and patriots that the dolphins if they don't beat the patriots they will they will give them trouble and make it a make it a game that they have to play that they didn't want to play uh and and again i feel like i've been saying this to you any of our friends any of our listeners anyone who would listen since 2006 the key to having a chance against the Patriots, any incarnation of the Patriots teams, is you got to get to Tom Brady. You have to make contact with him. You don't need to sack him necessarily, but as long as you're knocking his fluffy white ass on the fucking turf, you're going to have a chance in that game. And they did that. That and Xavier Howard, they played a damn good game. And... And... They held Tom Brady without a third down conversion for the first time in his entire career. The washed up bum. <laughs> Fucking Kenyon Drake. Jay who? Jay Cutler's the only Jay I recognize.
1: <laughs> Bite your tongue and bleed in your mouth. <laughs> uh, there is, uh, I almost sent you, uh, you know, I sent you 50% off Ryan Tannehill jerseys the last time I was at the Florida Mall. I didn't have the heart to send you the 50% off Jay Ajayi jerseys I saw at the same store today.
0: That is is the nicest. That is nicer than. Yeah, that is. Thank you. Uh, I can't find the words. Cutler (laughs) with the most disinterested three touchdowns I've ever seen a man throw.
1: Jay Cutler's entire career can be summed up with disinterested.
0: Jay Cutler has three Smurfs apiece in each bag under his eye. Are you done? Jay Cutler do has one of those Marlboro jackets from all the fucking
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: codes he spent, that he sent in. He
1: spent $600 in cigarettes for a $50 shitty Marlboro man jacket. <laughs>
0: Um, so, so I watched, I watched, uh, raw, uh, before this game, and then I flipped over to the fourth quarter for this game as I was still keeping tabs on it. And, and you're, you're an expert at watching me watching Miami dolphins games.
1: Sure. It's one of my favorite things to do.
0: This was the unfortunate first time. That my roommate, Liz Anderson, oh, no. uh, ha- had to watch me watch a Dolphins game. Oh. She wasn't prepared. She... <laughs> she It's a side of of me people rarely see.
1: I would say she's already, she's what? She's moving out, what, Friday, Saturday?
0: <laughs> it's just like a regular human's natural instinct is to, like, try to console someone when they seem very, like, flustered or agitated. Mm-hmm. When when you just, you just know like you just gotta like you just gotta let them pace the cage.
1: I th- see that's I that's exactly what you need to do. That's why I always love to antagonize and agitate. Like I'm the one right. that like is throwing food into the cage to let yeah. the agitated animal eat. Like I, I look forward every single year to on my on this day on Facebook it come up when you were yep. so angry after a dolphin's loss that you just huh. vacuumed your entire apartment. Yep. <laughs> like, you could just have like 0 and six in fantasy because it was also the time when you're playing in six goddamn fantasy leagues. And it's just like it's so funny because like you would have done that had I not been there. I know you would have. Yes. 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 Uh and also it was funny because every time I see that it I was like, Oh, son of a bitch, when I get in an argument oh, or like me. I fight, I clean up. Damn it. That's that's my defense mechanism too. It's kinda of been therapeutic for me. <laughs> it's like same like an argument. I'm like, I'm gonna do the fucking dishes.
0: Yeah, it's domestic therapy, dude. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, Liz... yeah,
1: you, you're a you're a you're a madman. I'm surprised she, she made it through it.
0: Liz, God bless her. Like, she just kept trying. Like, oh, buddy, it's gonna be okay. No, 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 buddy. Hey, it's it's that that that's on those guys. to watch on that guys.
1: though. She's gotta watch that though because at a certain point, like, you're gonna snap and not mean it. <laughs> it's just gonna be like, oh no.
0: No, it's uh, <laughs> uh. I mean, I don't. I don't foresee myself watching too many more Dolphins games, unless of course they win out and they have a chance. They're not out of it. They have a chance. They have to beat the Bills twice. Which they didn't play the Bills at all. That's terrible no, scheduling. I, I hate the schedule this year. That's much. horrible. Yeah, they have to beat the Bills twice, and. Let me see here. Yeah. It's just the Bills twice and the Chiefs at Kansas City. And it's two-thirds doable. And it's sort of possible. It's possible. Yeah. It's it not crazy. On what, what help you
1: get? So
0: well, here's the thing. My
1: mind if you run up against if you can if you run up against our Jaguars, I'm gonna have to being hey. harsh I'm, I'm letting you have this week I'm, hey. letting, I'm being your friend
0: after after this journey we've taken this year on the blank slate traveling through each week the ups and downs fuck i was really trying to sell it like i might be a little conflicted too but like no i can't i can't i can't, can't. No. i mean yeah. um Good. nice try but nope because I can already hear the delight in your text when we uh, the Dolphins lose to fucking Blake Bortles.
1: <laughs> like career day, it's exactly the score to the last Jacksonville-Miami playoff game. Oh, come which on. Which was great Mar- Oh, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Blake Bortles. Oh, hold on. What was the score to that game Has Again? it been you know 10 it. minutes? Has it been 10 minutes? Uh, roughly. <laughs> roughly. Golden Globes
0: happened this week nominees came out. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Oh, that just lined up perfectly. No, not 23 to 20. Don't no, give me that like bullshit.
0: Something bad. No, no it, was, like it was worse than that. No, it was 62. Fuck. Was 62,
1: like 62. To 62 to 7. Yeah. Fuck. The first, uh, the first video recommendation on Google is Jacksonville Jaguars sent Marino into retirement. Yeah, Golden Globes.
0: Let's talk them. Uh, cool. I got, well, I got the uh, all the nominees up here. We could just run through them real quick. Because sure. um, there's, uh, man, like, it wasn't that hard to fuck them up this year, but the Golden Globes managed to fuck them up
1: this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. it this is, I think, the safest Golden Globes year I've ever seen.
0: I mean, we'll, like, we'll, we'll get to, like, the biggest, like, come on, guys. But for right now, Best Motion Picture Drama, nominees are Dunkirk, The Post, The Shape of Water, which I've almost fucking cried at the trailer for, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and Call Me By Your Name. hmm You see Dunkirk?
1: No, it just hit, uh, it just hit, uh, online to where I'm finally gonna probably watch it soon. But, I, um... I,
0: I have not seen it either. It's going to win, and
1: it is. It's going to. It's it's been way. It's been too long since the summer tentpole movie uh, makes it through and wins. I, I know it's going to win. It's Nolan's time. It's It's going to.
0: Not only that, but um, I listened to this ringer movie podcast called uh, "The Big Picture" with Sean Fennessy, and yeah. he just interviews directors. <clears throat> and at the end of each interview. He asks them what's the uh what's the best thing you've seen recently? And for like a stretch of like two and a half months, every director he had in there would say
1: Dunkirk. It's supposed to be fucking great, man, and I'm a huge Nolan fan. We weren't we weren't keen on it, but I'm good. I can't wait to watch it.
0: <sighs> so because of that I could see the studio reasoning for placing a certain movie in this next certain
1: category. It happens every year. I like, know, I, I'm, but I'm, I'm, like I'm just past the point of even bitching or caring about it. Cause at least it gets recognition for, you know, for something.
0: It's just, man, you got to title the category something else because best motion picture musical or comedy and get out nominated for it. When it was neither of those things,
1: just say best motion picture non-drama.
0: I mean, honestly, like just do that.
1: Because from what I understand, *Itanya* is not like a through and through comedy, right? Um,
0: and neither then then really also, is *Lady Bird*. No, and as much as I love the disaster artist, like disaster artist is is pretty dramatic as well. And sure. then also by putting musical in there that lets the greatest showman stick its ass in there as well.
1: (laughs) Instead of, uh, I know girls trip had some, some momentum, baby driver, baby driver got recognized. Uh, there were like actual comedies that could have fucking
0: gotten in this
1: category. It's yeah. 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 It's all about who they can get in the room and drink some fucking cocktails. That's all it is. Did you say the room? Eh. Tommy was (laughs) going to be in that room. And that's going to be weird. (laughs) For who? Uh, No, but I just see him. I see him for no reason at all. Like the disaster artist winning something. And he replicates Roberto Benigni at the Oscars. Like he just starts walking across tables. And they're like, no, 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 not you, dude. Oh,
0: try and stop him. Also, you know, because like since it's the Globes and they're all at tables. uh, During commercials, they all like. Uh, mingle to each other's tables, like you know, Spielberg's gonna be avoiding Tommy Wiseau all night. Fucking, uh, goddamn uh, Louis Anderson's gonna be avoiding fucking, <laughs> fucking <laughs>
1: Tommy
0: Wiseau. Although, I would love Remember, to see that conversation. Oh, hi, Louis.
1: <laughs> That's exactly how the conversation starts.
0: Hi, Tommy.
1: No, I'm sure they'd have a great conversation about like Skittles or something. I don't
0: know. Sure. Uh, Best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. Uh, Jessica Chastain from Molly's Game. Do you know what that movie is? Nope. Is that the one uh, Sorkin directed? Yes. With I I just don't don't know what it's about. And Michael Sarah basically playing himself. Um, She like basically. I think you'd like it. It's a poker movie. And she Ooh. basically, yeah, like creates a, like an underground poker ring, an, underga- uh, an underground gambling ring. It looks, it looks really good. And it's getting good reviews. Cool. Um, Sally Hawkins in the shape of water. Uh, Francis McDormand in three billboards. Meryl Streep in the post and Michelle Williams in all the money in the world. Cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. Uh, Timothy Shalameh, call me by your name. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> look, dude. Like, if you got two E's in Timothy at the end, nah, man. Come on, French as hell. Daniel <laughs> DeLue for Phantom Thread, which I can't. All right, fine, All right, great. Um, yep. Tom Hanks in The Post, Gary Oldman in Darkest Hour, and Denzel Washington in Roman J. Israel Esquire.
1: Yeah, well, congratulations, Gary Oldman. It's uh, it's, it's your but your year, buddy. You're the uh, this year is your movies not getting nominated for anything else because you're the best thing in it. So you're gonna win all the awards. Yeah,
0: it's their la- That said, it's presumably their last chance to give Daniel Day Lewis an award as well. <laughs> I think
1: he's fine. He won't be torn up about it. I know that. I'm just saying, don't be surprised. Best
0: performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Judy Dench in Victoria and Abdul. You, I think they made that up. Uh, Helen Mirren in <laughs> The Leisure Seeker. Welcome I to
1: the same thing for Helen Mirren. I'm like, bullshit. These two bitches weren't in any movies this year. They, nope. just, they didn't have anybody <laughs> around the category. So it is like made up two movies for these two to be in. Um,
0: Margot Robbie in I, Tonya. Um looks pretty good uh yeah i want to see Sh- it Shersha ronan in ladybird and emma stone in battle of the sexes which i was glad to see her and corella in the next category get nominated because i was hearing very good things about that movie as well and this is like the yeah. only time i'm seeing them nominated for anything yeah
1: agreed yeah. um and, and this is gonna be i think the ladybird moment so
0: yeah yeah she was also, I, I'm guessing she was nominated for Brooklyn, too. So it wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Fuck. Give me that sequel. Brooklyn 2. <laughs> uh,
1: Going back to Brooklyn. It's just a Colin, a Colin Quinn song. Remember when? <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> it was, oh, shit. I fucking popped. That's the, the time of the week where I pop my headphones out. Hold on. Yeah, Where's the hole? Yeah, everyone laughing at home. I can't hear what we're just saying. And I'm back.
0: (laughs) Don't appreciate the phrase. Remember that Colin Quinn song? (laughs) Don't like it. I don't want none of it on my podcast. (laughs) Best performance (laughs) by an actor. And no, 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 no. In a motion Uh, picture musical or comedy.
1: I'm clarifying that Colin Quinn parody of an LL
0: Cool J song. <laughs> Let
1: me clarify it. I,
0: I, I'm sorry, but you had your chance to say it the first time and you did not say
1: it. Uh, my fucking headphones, man. Screwed it up.
0: Uh, Steve Carell, Battle of the Sexes. Ansel Elgort, Baby Driver. James Franco, Disaster Artist. Hugh Jackman, The Greatest Showman. And Daniel Kaluuya, Get Out.
1: Uh, Anson Elgort sounds like something that they find in Fantastic Beasts.
0: <laughs> uh, Ansel Elgort uh, sounds like a six, an 18th century uh, pointillism uh, artist that was, I, to use 17th century terms.
1: Ansel Elgort sounds like the nephew of that kid whose sister was Gretel.
0: Ansel Elgort sounds like a, a a parakeet that was named after a cardiologist that was very passionate about his career. Ansel Elgorta.
1: Ansel Elgort. Elgort. <laughs> Ansel Elgort sounds like the real name of like the guy that wrote the Captain Underpants books or something
0: uh ansel oh no i don't want Hugh jackman's bio uh
1: ansel elgort uh
0: sounds like when you uh put into google you put uh uh you put ansel adams into google translate into like german and then you translate it back to english and then back to like german and then back to to english and that's what you get is ansel elgort
1: (laughs) Ansel Elgort sounds like something that a really shitty football player would lie about is happening to his foot, so he doesn't have to play this week.
0: Ansel Elgort yeah. sounds like a dude who's going to lose to Daniel Kaluuya in this category.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, don't count Franco out there, though, man. Do not count Franco out, though.
0: I don't wanna. He was great. Like you saw him,
1: right? No, no, God, no. I, I would love to. It's at top of my list.
0: Uh, but there were moments that I just straight up, like thought it was, was oh. like, it was, it was fucking uncanny. Yeah. Um, best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. Uh, Hong Chao for downsizing. Um, which I really do want to see because Alexander Payne and all that. Getting um, mixed reviews? Sadly. Yeah. I feel like, uh, Alexander Payne's hitting that, uh, uh, Terrain in his career that like Paul Thomas Anderson hit with Inherent Vice, like critically, sure.
1: gotcha.
0: where to like, try to make something like a little bit more mainstreamy, mm-hmm. like a little bit of a bigger star, and just, people like, are gonna
1: yeah. thumb their nose at it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've never not enjoyed an Alexander Payne movie, so I'm I'm in. So
0: yeah, uh, Allison Janney uh, for I Tanya, um, Laurie Metcalf for Lady Bird. Octavia Spencer for The Shape of Water and Mary J. Blige for Mudbound. Mary J. Blige for Mudbound.
1: (laughs) Apparently she's fantastic. Uh, Yeah,
0: I I did not know. Must have been. I didn't even know she was in a movie this year.
1: Yeah, Octavia Spencer is always there. Mary J. Blige is all of a sudden there. I don't know what a hung chow is. Allison Janney's got more awards than fucking uh, Pope and Laurie Metcalf is somebody's favorite actress, and we'll move on.
0: Laurie Metcalf is, like, one of the best stage actresses of our times, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But needless to say, that category is Jumpin' Jumpin'. Uh, No, that was... (laughs) Fuck. Fuck, I fucked that up. No, what was her song?
1: Uh, uh, You're thinking of... uh, What am I thinking of? It's getting... mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know any of the words
0: fuck fuck anyway
1: i'm gonna find this out (laughs) it's gonna drive me nuts
0: uh but while you do that best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture willem defoe in the florida project Uh uh-huh family affair well that's the name of the album is that the name of the song song, i think
1: i think so no 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 more drama no no more drama was the name of the... the album yeah, what? family affairs.
0: Name of the song. Fuck, that's a weird name for a song. Yeah,
1: uh,
0: Army Hammer for "Call Me by Your Name." Uh, Richard Jenkins for "The Shape of Water." Uh, Christopher Plummer <laughs> in a great uh, uh, off-the-bench performance for "All the Money in the mm-hmm. World." Finishing and, and uh, Sam Rockwell for th- uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Um. These are just five cool dudes. Yeah, like Jesus. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen anything but the Florida Project, but the was fucking great. Um, and I'm pretty sure none of them acted uh, opposite sand cranes in their movies. So, that's the main reason I. Man,
1: the Florida Project has got William Defoe talking to Sandhill Cranes. I am so fucking in. Yeah, dude. Are you kidding it's, me?
0: It is a very fun scene.
1: Damn it. Uh, I, I'm rooting for Sam Rockwell just because it's a travesty that it's been, so, like, it's taken this long for him to get any recognition in anything ever. He's so goddamn charismatic.
0: But then you see the picture that they use for him on the Golden Globes website, and he looks like... 28 and you're like, "Oh, you're going to be around for another 70 years. You'll be fine." Whereas Christopher Plummer looks his nose is purple. That's all I'm going to say. It's <laughs> fine. He got his Oscar. Fuck him. He's he's yeah. fine. <laughs> uh, whereas Richard Jenkins just looks disappointed in you and Army Hammer uh looks like a recently divorced dad. <laughs> Uh, best Director, Motion Picture: uh, Guillermo del Toro for *The Shape of Water*. Martin McDonough, Three Billboards. Nolan for *Dunkirk*. Ridley Scott, *All the Money in the World*. And Steven Spielberg, *The Post*. Look at all them honky ass honkies.
1: Yeah, uh, Golden Globes so fucking white. Am I right? Yeah, man,
0: it's it. Sorry, all of a sudden I'm in the mood for pudding um best <laughs> screenplay motion picture uh the shape of water lady bird uh the post three billboards and molly's game uh i mean one of them is written by aaron sorkin so yeah. here we go uh best motion picture animated
1: yeah. at the
0: Breadwinner, Coco, Ferdinand, that's right, uh, Loving Vincent, and The Boss Baby. Such
1: fucking bullshit.
0: <laughs> Fuck it's that fucking movie. It's really weird that uh, John Cena and Sasha Banks are both in, in
1: Golden Globe animated. <laughs> and, and Lou Diamond Phillips. Um, I'm just guessing he's in Coco. No, I'm thinking of Edward James Almost. Shit. Yep. Um, uh, WWE was trying to, like, do some bullshit. It was like, oh, John Cena's, like, the first Golden Globe-nominated actor. It's like, that's not how fucking best animated movie works. <laughs> all he did is fucking talk for four days. He didn't do shit. Uh, Lego Batman movie's fucking robbed. Like, all the Lego movies fucking get robbed. Bullshit.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Boss Baby didn't need to be on there.
1: Nope, it's putting Alex Baldwin in the room.
0: Yeah. Uh breadwinner looks uh artsy uh loving vince vincent is literally artsy it looks like it's about vincent van gogh um and all i've seen from anybody posting anything about coco um is it is an emotional train wreck it's a pixar movie what do you expect but like like over it's the (sighs) yeah it's a return to making you cry basically it seems like good i need Um, that see i'm skipping through a few now yeah we can go to we can go to tv we're going tv best television series drama game of thrones the handmaid's tale stranger things the crown and your eventual winner this is us
1: well i don't know if it'll no that's not the golden globes uh the golden globes why because it was it was last year it would have been last year if they were going to win it, and they didn't, so.
0: Oh, like they ain't trying to get up on that.
1: It's just not the Golden Globe style, man. It's going to be the new. I can already tell you it's going to be Handmaid's Tale because it's the new one, just like best television series musical comedy is going to be either this fucking Smilf thing I've never heard of or this marvelous Miss Maisel thing I've never heard of. That's what the Golden Globes fucking do. Uh,
0: Both of those, I heard, are very good. Um, Cool, I'm not going to watch anything called
1: Smilf. I'm just not.
0: I think it's good. (laughs) Uh, but it's also on, like, one of those channels you don't watch. It's like Showtime Showtime or something, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be This Is Us. Best Television Series uh, Musical or Comedy, uh Blackish, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Master of None, Smilf, and fucking 1996 called. They want their nominee for Best Television Series Musical or Comedy back will and yep. grace is it on 1996
1: uh i think it started like 98 99
0: okay
1: yeah um, but um it hey, still doesn't not...
0: erase the fact that it's 2017 and will and grace full stop is nominated
1: it's on nbc a- it's get him in the room it's not modern family it's not veep
0: good point all strong points
1: um go master of none go master of none also, yeah. you remember, Atlanta is not here because Atlanta already got nominated last year. Sure, so. sure. Yeah,
0: I'm pulling for either Master of None or Blackish.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, best television limited series or motion picture made for television. Big Little Lies, Fargo, Feud, Betty and Joan, The Sinner, and Top of the Lake, China Girl. Another Elizabeth oh. Moss
1: joint. Pretty, pretty stacked, good category there. That's pretty solid um i actually have the center recorded i haven't watched it I, i've heard great things and i wanted to watch it when they were promoting the shit out of it during raw so,
0: so jessica but literally the first time i'm hearing of this um uh, a big omission for me is the young pope because that was like the most high art on television this year and it was fucking fantastic and Super, and it had a kangaroo in the Vatican and it made you cry at the end. It's great.
1: I think you just explained why it wasn't nominated, Rich.
0: I just gave reasons why it should have been. Oh, they fucked up. <sighs> Best performance by an actor or actress in a limited series or motion picture made for television. Nicole Kidman, Big Little Lies. Jessica Lang, Feud. Susan Sarandon, Feud. Reese Witherspoon, Big Little Lies. Jessica Beale, The Sinner.
1: I think Jessica Biel is going to win just because all the other ones are going to fucking cancel each other out. Basically, yeah. Uh, Uh, Best performance by
0: an actor. Go
1: ahead. If Lady Gaga Gaga can win it, Jessica Biel can win it.
0: Good point. Best uh, uh, also snubbed in that category, Diane Keaton for The Young Pope. Best performance by an actor in a limited series or a motion picture made for television, Robert De Niro, Wizard of Lies. Jude Law, The Young Pope, baby. Uh, Kyle MacLachlan, Twin Peaks. I'm surprised when didn't get nominated actually for uh, for best thing. A lot of um, TV snubs, yep. Uh Ewan McGregor for Fargo and Jeffrey Rush for Genius. What do you think's gonna happen there?
1: Uh I think uh, De Niro will be drunk at the bar. McLaughlin's gonna be drinking coffee. Uh Ewan McGregor is gonna be cheating on his wife. Jeffrey Rush won't show up because he's a bad person now. So congratulations, G-Law, you, you win. Young
0: Pope! Best Forms by an Actress in a Television Series. Uh, <laughs> Katrina <laughs> Balf. I knew you were trying to figure out how to say that name. <laughs> for Outlander. Claire Foy for The Crown. Maggie Gyllenhaal for The Deuce. Catherine Langford, 13 Reasons Why. And Elizabeth Moss for The Handmaid's Tale.
1: It's Elizabeth
0: Moss time. I was living yeah. in it. I haven't seen handmaid's tale but i've seen the deuce and maggie Gyllenhaal fucking does work in that show she is fucking great um all right best performance by an actor in television series drama jason bateman for ozark that was really good i i'm three episodes in i just started watching it it mm-hmm. is some white knuckle shit dude it is sweet Fucking nut! Like the f- the f- the first episode will
1: rock you. I'm 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 have not finished Mine Hunter. That's how crazy my life has been. I, uh, I but understand. Ozark but Ozark is next as soon as I'm done with Mine Hunter. So go straight from from Mine
0: Hunter to Ozark and uh, strap in, baby Bubba. Um I'm ready.
1: No uh, Mine Hunter here by the way, which I I was surprised about because that feels like a New show, Golden Globe, kind of favorite type thing, but no recognition yeah. at all. So
0: They'll probably overcompensate next year for it. Probably. Uh, so Jason Bateman for Ozark. Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us.
1: My boy. Uh,
0: Freddie Highmore for The Good Doctor. Not my uh, boy. <laughs> Bob Odenkirk for uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Leave Shriver Schreiber for Ray Donovan in its 25th year. <laughs>
1: You, remember my Blaine Gabbert point. Everyone,
0: <laughs>
1: stop fucking taking Leave Shriver's calls and resumes, and stop putting Ray Donovan on the air. Is John Voight still on that show, or did John Voight die before they canceled that show?
0: Ray Donovan's uh, 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 like renewal is just like set up automatically, like direct deposit. Basically. It's like CJ Spiller. Like, oh, did deposit. we Yeah, basically. Like every time show like every year, like two weeks after the fact, Showtime's like, Hey, did you cancel the uh uh Ray Donovan direct deposit? No, those God damn it, Lisa. I said put that in my calendar.
1: How many seasons is Ray Donovan Donovan on Rich? Tell me. It just finished on October 29th, ninth. Which season did it finish? on its 7th. Only 5. Fuck 60 off. Episodes. It feels like this show has literally been on the air longer than we've known each other. It that started in like, 2013.
0: It feels like that show started before The Sopranos.
1: This show and my marriage are going on for the same amount of time.
0: That is that is incomprehensible.
1: It's ridiculous. Well, we'll see which one ends first. Anyway. <laughs>
0: Anyway, Sterling K. Brown's probably gonna win that. <laughs> you damn right he is. He's the best. <laughs> uh, I love that when uh, asked about a reboot of The West Wing, Aaron Sorkin said, "I don't have any ideas other than I'd want Sterling K. Brown to be the president." And Sterling K. Brown was like, uh, "Yeah, dude, get at me."
1: Sterling K. Brown is gonna be in fucking everything, which means everything's gonna be great. Yeah. He's going to be a new Predator movie. And I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> let's do it. First
0: time interested in a new Predator movie in like forever. Yeah. Uh Let's see. Best performance by an actress in a television series, musical or comedy. Pamela Adlon for Better Things. Allison Brie for Glow. Rachel Brosnahan for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Issa Rae for Insecure. And Frankie Shaw for Smilf.
1: That's a... Uh... Really different group of people, let me tell you. Uh, Glow was also, I feel like, a, a snub in comedy category. Sure. sure, I'm glad. I'm glad she got recognition individually, but felt like she could have gotten more. Um, or the show should have gotten more, especially. Well, the, I don't see like they don't do supporting for TV, do they? Uh,
0: they I don't, do. I don't they have
1: that. All right, because uh, for for both um, Betty Gilpin and Mark Maron, they better be on there. I don't have that list in front of me. So I,
0: I don't believe they are, but we'll get there. Fucking shit. I I agree. Uh, they were both super strong. Um, and Alison Brie, like she was so good in that show. And like, Mm -hmm. there was so much that that character had to do Mm -hmm. in that show. Like it was, uh, not, not easily done. It was very impressive. Uh, also, just fantastic. And you could chalk this up as another snub in the ca- uh, comedy category. Fucking insecure, dude. I, I'm i going all in on Issa Rae to win this. She is so fucking good. That show is so goddamn good. Um, and it's kind of fucked up that it didn't get nominated. <sighs> Taking the it. Best, perf- best performance by an actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. Aziz Ansari, Master of None, Kevin Bacon. I love Dick. What William the H. fuck Mason. is that? Uh, it's another sh- Amazon show from um uh, uh uh fucking the person who created uh Transparent. Um, why am I blanking on their name right now? Sarah fuck. Gubbins?
1: No, Jill Soloway.
0: It's Soloway, yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, so. Kevin Bacon's in it, uh, same sure, way William it's... H Macy's on Shameless. Do me a favor, pull up how many seasons Shameless is
1: up to right now. Shameless is gonna be fucking ridiculous. I am gonna guess yeah. before I go on. It's I am gonna say eight. I am pretty sure be... it is
0: actually eight. Uh, fun fact, uh, buddy I work with, buddy I work with, um, at uh my office, uh, took a few days off uh, a few months back, um, because he had some extra work. He was an extra and Shameless. Oh, cool.
1: Yeah, yeah they've, had 80, they've had 89 episodes of this fucking show.
0: And everyone I know that watches it implores me to watch it. And it's like, yeah. too, I'm, I'm too late. I'm too far behind. It ain't going to happen at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. Eric McCormick for Will and Grace. And mm-hmm. Anthony Anderson for Blackish. Uh, Seeing as it's best performance by an actor... It should probably be Anthony Anderson. <laughs> Anthony Anderson.
1: <laughs> well, actor William H. Macy's a fantastic actor, but sure. But sure. Yeah, Anthony Anderson Anthony yeah. Anderson.
0: Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a series limited series or motion picture made
1: for television. I was like because it's in supporting for TV they lump everything together. Lump so it all it's all not in, like yeah.
0: ugh, it's just stupid. Yeah. Um don't worry. I'm sure we still could have found something. Uh, seeing as the nominees are Laura Dern for Big Little Lies, which I'm fucking Team Laura Dern. I fucking love Laura Dern. I'm going okay. all in on Laura Dern. Cool. But like, come on. Uh, Ann Dowd for The Handmaid's Tale. Chrissy Metz for This Is Us. Michelle Pfeiffer, in the Wizard of Lies. And Shailene Woodley, in Big Little Lies. A lot of lies. Yep. It's
1: uh, 2017.
0: Yep. Um,. Cool. And then uh, I got nothing there, but they definitely could have probably put some other people there. Uh, and best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion picture made for television. Uh, David Harbour, Stranger Things. Alfred Molina, Feud. Christian Slater, Mr. Robot. Alex Ga- Alexander Skarsgard, Big Little Lies. And David Thulis,
1: Fargo. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to add except David Harbor's the man.
0: David Harbor's the man.
1: That's, yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah.
0: yeah, so that is that for the Golden Globes and for the NFL. Um, thank you very much for, uh, for taking the time to, to go through all of those things uh, with me, with us
1: here today. Mullet. Oh, my pleasure my pleasure and I'm glad I was able to be a good friend to you.
0: Um any big uh, predictions otherwise for the Golden Globes? They are hosted by Seth Meyers this year, uh who was dubbed by some dumbass magazine as just the feminist we need this year. In earnest, they said that.
1: <laughs> oh man. Uh No, nah, it's it's going to be a it's going to be an interesting show. Uh it'll be was very reactionary last year, so I'm, I'm assuming that's going to keep keep it up. Um, do we know who the um, honoree is this year? Do they let um, that be known already? Um, I don't know. They're they're being, been, they, they've been killing it recently, so yeah. like the past few years. So I'd be interested to see who that is to see who can drop a dick this year.
0: Uh, any? No, we'll talk about the Oscars when they happen. Um, yeah, man that's it that's all i got um thank you so much for listening to this extra long episode of the blank slate uh and of course if you aren't already please uh, subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, stitcher google play music wherever it is that you get your podcasts from uh do us the biggest favor you could possibly do leave us a review and five stars on apple podcasts um reviews go a long way And they don't have to be a lot of words. They just got to be some words that are nice. Um, And, uh, of course, you can find us at ArcadeAudio.net where you can find uh, the Blank Slate and all the other wonderful shows here on the Arcade Audio uh, uh, network of podcasts. Um, You can uh, reach out to us at Blank Slate Pod on Twitter as well as Blank Slate Podcast on uh, Facebook. And... um, uh, let's see what else. Of course, we have our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash arcade audio, um, where you could support uh, not just this show, but all the shows monetarily, um, which is incredibly gracious. Uh, and it's that time of year where we're uh, starting to dole out the upper re- reward tiers. Uh, so the small merch, the big merch, so on and so forth any any birthday postcards that we didn't uh send out from before we launched the the patreon we'll be sending out as holiday cards um and yeah just a lot of a lot of cool stuff to look out for from us here at arcade audio uh you can find me at rich cammy on twitter and instagram and uh you can catch me also this sunday at uh the house party at Comedy Sports, 7 o'clock. Uh, I believe ticket if you're not a performer is no more than five dollars. Um, and that is gonna be it. Oh, and of course, this Sunday as well at 3 p.m. in Chicago at Spinners Pub uh is the season finale of Don't Ask Jen and Liz. So uh head on over to arcadeaudio.net slash don't ask. Get your questions in, as they are a fantastic bad advice podcast. Um and, yeah, if you can make it out, it's free, and it's at a bar. So do that. And uh, that's it for me. Mullet, uh, where can the people find you, and what can we expect on with Movies and Podswoggle this week?
1: Sure. Uh, well, number one, the big merch sounds like a professional wrestler on the independent scene with a mall gimmick. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, at your host, Mullet. Uh, that's about it. The podcast this week, two good episodes for Podswoggle. Um, it's becoming kind of a tradition. It's the second year in a row that it's happening where um, my good, close, personal friend Andrew Zengri uh, is in town. We sit on the couch. We play the most recent 2K18 in the Royal Rumble fashion, and we just bullshit while we do it. So uh, that's going to be this week before we get into uh, the following two weeks, which is our annual Swaggy Awards which is huge. If you have recommendations for awards and categories and ideas for our end of the year podcast, hit us up on any of the social media for Potswoggle uh, at Potswoggle on Twitter, on Facebook, Potswoggle at on Instagram. Um, so we can uh, add those potentially to our annual award show for married with the movies. Uh, uh, we switched it up. If you listen to the show, we had something in mind, but we forgot that we had agreed that anytime there was a new Star Wars movie, we were going to treat it like it's a holiday. Um, so we watched The Force Awakens this week. So that'll be the, uh, the podcast this week. Uh, also, because we just really don't want to watch fucking East of Eden. Um, I know we have to do it eventually, but we're just putting it off as much as we can. So we watched that. And then the couple weeks after that, we got Christmas and New Year's episodes. <laughs> Again, just putting it off even more. But we're also having Married with Movies Awards. So if you want to um, pitch, if you've been listening to the show on a weekly basis and you – uh, Want to hard sell us on um, who the best actor was in any of the movies we saw this year, or worst actor, best movie, all kinds of stuff? Hit us up on uh, Twitter at Mary W. Movies, married with movies at gmail.com, and facebook.com slash married with movies. Two good episodes this week as we round out 2017.
0: Uh, a couple categories that I, that I thought of the other day
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: are uh, worst MVP and best LVP.
1: I have those on my list. I Hell do have yeah. those on my list. Yeah, just because yeah. there are there are some that are just like I, I read it back. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and, and by
0: that, I mean, like the MVP was just like, well, this is the best of the shit. And the LVP was just like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's, it's Sylvester Stallone took an L in this one.
1: He's the first name I wrote down for my nomination. Yeah, <laughs> damn right. And I thought about you the whole time. I was like, "All right, fine. I got shit for it before." And he's right. <laughs> so it's the first name because we're each like we're each gonna like like split. So like there'll be six nominees in that category. So we each get to pick three. So don't worry, he will be nominated.
0: Also, fucking real quick, back on movies, back to snubs in the Glo- Golden Globes. So I watched like three movies this weekend. I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched uh, the Big Sick. Uh, it's on Amazon mm. Prime. Um, uh-huh. And that should have definitely got nominated for like a very big. A screenplay uh, credit or something.
1: Oscars, um, I think will make up for it. But
0: I, I hope so. Uh, but that was that was a very good movie. Uh, Holly Hunter fucking crushed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also watched after that. I finally after owning it for like 10 years, I watched The Holiday, which is half a good movie fucking hell um yeah just give me give me half that movie of just Kate Winslet and Jack Black falling in love damn it um and then i also uh uh Liz and i watched for the first time a field of dreams
1: hmm okay
0: have you seen a field of dreams
1: a very long time ago
0: do do you remember it being as like Fucking out there as it is,
1: it's pretty out there. I mean, no one,
0: no one told me that movie was fucking crazy, man. All I knew about that damn movie was like Kevin Costner in some corn, and he hears shit. Okay, and then he builds a baseball field. End of movie. I ain't know any of the rest of that. It is fucking bananas, yo. Field of Dreams making a comeback. That movie's, oh my god. It is great.
1: It's, it's a pretty bonkers movie. I, I might have to bump it up to the front of my list now that it's, you're making me think yeah. it over again of how nuts it is.
0: Like it starts going nuts and you're like, I don't know if I'm on board for this. And then it goes full nuts. And you're like, I love this. <laughs> uh, and, and when you do watch it, I want you to, uh, I would like if you and Sam, uh, talked about whether or not that movie with its equivalents in actors or whatever gets made today
1: okay it's funny because on this week's uh, uh, merited movies is a little preview um, before we get into Star Wars we talk at length about Justice League because we saw it the previous week and we always Mm -hmm. talk about the movies we actually get you to see in theaters and I have a really long bloated but accurate analogy on how the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the DC Cinematic Universe are playing totally different games of baseball, uh, and yeah. Sam was incredibly lost. <laughs> like she was like, "Well, she's like, well, they're already behind in the count." I'm like, "No, no, no, Samantha, they haven't even struck out yet." Like you're not listening to me. <laughs> like she just didn't get the concept. So her watching Field of Dreams actually might be very beneficial.
0: Well, I mean, there's also like no actual baseball in Field of Dreams.
1: Yeah, no, it's very true. <laughs> so she'll be more confused. Wait, so like there's ghosts in baseball? No, no, no. Just don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> oh man. And yeah, fucking Annie Madigan in that movie.
1: Fuck, she's great. Mm-hmm.
0: Timothy Busfield? Shit. Don't get me started on thing.
1: Timothy Busfield. I know, you know that's right? my weakness.
0: Dude, so uh Liz and I like just started to recast it today. Uh Costner, Costner's part with Chris Pratt, Uh, James Earl Jones's part with Lawrence Fishburne, Amy Madigan's part with uh, fucking like a like a Jenny Slate type. Sure. Uh, And then, I mean, fucking Busfield's part like. Like, who's today's Timothy Busfield?
1: timothy fucking busfield that's who. he's not done he's got a lot left in the tank right
0: uh and then and then ray Liotta, shoeless joe jackson uh replace him with fuck who did we say oh god mark ruffalo yeah yeah might want to go a little bit younger on that
1: Um, a little bit more like
0: athletic um, what are you trying to say <laughs> Mark Ruffalo's got a theater body that's all I'm trying to say
1: <laughs> I want to see how you put it you put it perfectly um, yeah. uh, younger a younger Ray Liotta my god um
0: like mm-hmm. maybe all I can think about is just like fucking comic book dudes um Oh, by the way, Timothy Busfield's part is played by
1: Paul Rudd. Uh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But Timothy Busfield will be available, so don't. don't no, oh, I
0: understand. I understand that. Just, uh, there'll be an alternate yeah. cut with just Timothy Busfield re- reprising his role,
1: <laughs> stumbling onto the set, still reading his lines. Yeah. Um,
0: fuck, who is the Ray Liotta of today? These are the questions we need answered. Damn it! Very true. Um, I don't know. I know you gotta go, but for now, I'm just gonna. I'm say... not gonna. No, we have
1: to. No, we have to figure this. I'm not gonna go to sleep if we don't get the Ray of today question answered. <sighs> okay.
0: All right. All right. We're doing this. We're digging in.
1: Yeah. We made a commitment. People want the answer. All right, first of all, I'm gonna look up how Ray it was at the time.
0: He was, like, in his thirties.
1: Okay. really Oda
0: Like, I, the thing that I don't want to do is I don't want to just cave and say, like, Chris Evans or whatever, you know?
1: Sure, 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 sure. But also, yeah. Um, well, I'm want to get frame of reference. I want to, like, look at him. Let I me mean, look at you. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, you are, really Oda. Uh, that movie came out in '89, I think '88, '89. So he was 35. Yeah, so you got it right on the head, roughly. Um, there's like no star actors in their 30s. They just don't exist right now.
0: Or you just make it like another team, and like it doesn't have to be the the Chicago Black Sox. Like you just like time shift the whole thing and you know you can actually it could be like Jackie Robinson or something like that
1: I was gonna say because I was I was gonna say like I, I kind of almost wanted I had like it in my mind with like Michael B Jordan and like some other people um like earlier and I I totally forgot who it was but I was like oh what if we do it this way and I had somebody should I had somebody for the really part that was black and I don't remember it now fuck we're just not meant to cast this movie.
0: Um, well, it's a shame it's never going to get made now.
1: Nope. Watch like in like fucking four months. feel the Dreams remake. And like it's exactly <laughs> what we had in mind. Like I said, <laughs> we're going to message each other like, damn it. Motherfucker. At least it's getting made.
0: All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here on the blank slate. You can go ahead and delete this now. After all that...
1: Catch us later. Send us, uh, send us your re- young Ray Liotas.
0: Yeah, send us your casting. You fucking do it, yeah. listeners.
1: You create something like a modern field of dreams. You cock-ass! Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net